So I'm just talking to you. All right, dear. Hello, I'm Nana. And if you enjoy listening to my sweethearts talk on this show, maybe tell a friend of yours. And maybe they can enjoy it, too. And if you would like to see this little show go a little bit further, maybe check out the Darlings Buy Me a Coffee account. All right. Okay, honey, you can go ahead with your flashlight thing now. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. Guess what? Part two, bitches. So we are continuing our coverage of Atlantis because the bunny hole is just that deep, my friends. So this evening, I am joined once again, or still depending on how you look at it, by Colleen and Nancy and kind of her daughter, you know? Well, not kind well, of, but no, she is kind of joining she's us. She's kind of joining us. But I'm yeah. pretty sure she's yeah. my kid. Yeah, you, you <laughs> felt... A 99.9. They did take the baby out of the room and uh, like I went into recovery and they took her. I was going to so, say, I mean, did you feel that deep down inside? But we look kind of similar, so you kind of, you know... <laughs> I haven't really like lined up the dots, but yeah. Yeah. If you look definitely at- look similar. Her eyes are bigger. Yes. <laughs> I'm more Asian. Yeah, we know. But we love you anyway. Your nose I is smaller. The profile. Yeah. The, the pro- I can see the profile on the nose when I look at each of you. I can kind of see it. Yeah. So anyways, if you haven't seen the first episode, please listen. Well, not seen the first episode, but if you haven't heard the first episode, please go back and listen to it first because that is really scary. I was 21 there. You were 21 there. And she's 18. Her eyes are still bigger. Yes. <laughs> no, that's a good thing because I don't know how your mom can see. It's like she's got straws for eyes sometimes. <laughs> she, she, she laughs. They completely yeah. disappears. Is Mikey the one that has the plushie? Yes. Available for $20 plus shipping? <laughs> yes. How's that for a slip-in? <laughs> Linus Tech Talks ain't got shit. Uh, it's, anyway. So, yes, like I said, if you haven't listened to Atlantis 1, please do so. Because this is where the bunny hole is getting really deep. Yeah. I think the last thing I said, I was on Gobekli Tempe. And- Gobekli Tempe, which you're going to hear... Uh, uh, after the fact, closing for that one. Yeah. Those are kind of fun, though. It, um, it, that one always fascinates me uh, just because why did they bury it? Well, they, well, they made this giant monolithic structure and yeah. then they buried it right away. So then the other thing is uh, the whole Landis thing and their survivors also ties into the Easter Islands. Oh, yeah, definitely. It ties into, like we mentioned in the last episode, into ancient Egyptians and possibly their gods. The The one that I had said I would talk about and I didn't get into was the Antarctic theory. Put your finger in it. <laughs> it, it might get a bit cold. 
Well, I've dated some frigid bitches, so. Um, there's a big theory that, like, there's there's a lot on this one that Atlantis was actually the Antarctic, um, or at least some area of it. That one really um, stems from there are maps that came out. Uh, the biggest one is the Piri Reese map, which is often talked about. Uh, yeah, I've heard some of these maps that have like extra land bodies. Yeah. So the Piri Reese map was like from the late 1400s, early 1500s. And Piri Reese was an admiral, Turkish admiral or something. And he, um, he said he... All ancient cartographers would use previous maps to create their new ones. And Piri Reese's map um, was really interesting. One, when it showed the Bahamas, um, uh, the, the actual, the main Bahama Island, it showed the island differently than how it looks today. It actually showed the island in the shape it would have looked during the Younger Dryas, when the water levels were 200 feet lower. It also had a drawing on the island that looks very similar to the stone uh, patterns on the Bim- on the, the Bimini Road. Um, and that one I find fascinating. The island looked like that. But the biggest is that if you look at the bottom of the map, there is a coastline that shouldn't be there. I've seen that, yeah. And... When you, it wasn't until I believe it was the 1980s when we had satellite scans of Antarctica to see what it looked like below the ice. They compared that to the satellites, like the satellite scans to the Piri Reese map. The coastlines matched up. It looked the same. So if he said he was working off of previous sources, um, many of which might have been ancient Egyptian, who knows? Uh, but that's many maps did come from ancient Egypt um, because they were great travelers. The fact that this map in the 1500s showed a coastline that we didn't know. Antarctic wasn't even found until the late 1800s. Like, we didn't even know it was there. Um, so the fact that it shows this coastline is unbelievable. It, it, and there are other maps that show it too. Um, dating throughout the 17, 1600s and that. Um, a theory came into play, one called crustal displacement theory. And it's like, if you imagine that the earth is like an, a really ripe orange and it's got that skin on it, the idea that every once in a while the skin shifts and just kind of will move around the orange. Oh, so it's kind of like foreskin. I guess. <laughs> I am never going to look at a picture of the earth the same way again. It shifts and it moves around the outside. But it doesn't like move. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't like, like fully move. Okay, I'm not going into the details about foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so crustal displacement theory, like. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Um. Yeah, so it's the 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 thought on that one was that at one point the area of Antar- where Antarctica is, which is now at the South Pole, the idea that at one point it actually might have been further up north, so it wasn't as covered. Right. Um so that's what the theory kind of states. Now, the science 
says like they've drilled into the ice sheets and they say they're hundreds of thousands of years old. Yeah. So that one's that one's hard to go, but there is a lot that kind of really does talk that you know it could be the Antarctic. You know, it's down at the bottom of the ocean. We have these pictures of coastline that we should not have. We have these maps of coastline that shouldn't be there. And imagine if a civilization was somewhere off the edge of the Antarctic or, or on one of its extra points. Maybe the whole center of the Antarctic was still covered in the ice sheets, but some of the edges were freed up during um, during a previous epoch. And um, And so what if it was there and then when it fell, the ice covered it again and we've lost it. Uh, that's a big one that is often going on. And in fact... That was actually, that theory was actually used in Stargate, uh, in the Stargate series, as that's where they found the portal to it. That's where Atlantis was, and they found the portal to take them to the new planet, where Atlantis had gone to. Uh, Neat. Yeah. And the other interesting thing about that is it's been investigated. Uh, There are stories and tales of um, expeditions that have gone to the Antarctic looking for Atlantis. Uh, it's yeah. something that people have really thought about and and looked into. What's hard on many of these archaeological sites for finding the science is that the people who are interested in finding out this information are banned. They are not allowed to go investigate. They're not allowed to take samples. Right. They're not allowed to visit these sites because many of these sites are protected. Especially in Egypt. Oh. Everything's been locked down since the mid to late 90s. Well, what happened was Egypt got a cultural minister in who was in charge of... We all saw him. Anytime you saw an Egypt documentary, this guy's face was on there. And he had his finger in absolutely everything. Uh, and he basically shut down Egypt. It was nobody could get into anything. Now, later it was found out that he was selling everything and he was selling it all off. But See, I would have preferred if it was because of site degradation. Well, that's another. The other interesting. <laughs> this this is one that the ancient alien theory talks about. Tell me. Um, a lot of our oldest sites are all in the Middle East. They're all in areas that are under extreme unrest and like civil unrest and war. Um, we can't even take count of what, uh, like the Taliban destroyed in, in the Mesopotamia reason, in what was Mesopotamia, the amount of monuments and ancient, uh, sites that they destroyed because they were erected to previous gods. So it was, there wasn't allowed. Um, we have lost so much of our history to, the cultural unrest in the Middle East and in other areas like that. So the question has come up is, is that a way of trying to stop us from finding out this information? <clears throat> what I find, and like I said, I, I try to look at all religions and stuff like that, is that each time there's a new conquering civilization taking over another, to be able to uh assimilate the other culture they'll take in parts of their culture so for example christmas is a pagan thing it's supposed to represent easter souls or uh, winter solstice 
Um, you've got summer solstice and all the other seasons as well. They're like Actually, all the seasons, that is most of the time they destroy the culture. Not the always. Romans were amazing at assimilating because they wanted everybody right. to be Roman. So fine, we'll take you in. We'll do this. We'll do this. Well, there's, for example, the direct correlation of Greek versus Roman gods. Oh, yeah, well, the Romans Straight just took up. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then the same thing can happen through other religions right yeah um we were talking about how in the last episode how different things may or may not have been stored in atlantis before it went down right um another uh conspiracy said there was the great library of which we lost a lot of but the rest of went into the uh civilization that like I mentioned in the last episode, is now living in the inner earth. Yes. Well, and I mean, at the great, the great library of Alexandria. That's um, the one. When, when it was lost in, I believe, around 100 BCE. Uh, well, it, it was lost a couple different times, but the big one was in like under Julius, when Julius Caesar was in charge. Um, when it got set fire, the amount of works that were lost in it that some theorize that we lost 90% of our history uh, in that fire because it had texts stored that were irreplaceable. Original copies. Absolutely. Yep. And there, there was nothing else. Um, Nancy's been quiet because Nancy's learning. <laughs> well, I just, the one interesting thing about history is the fact that it's people's perceptions of what happened. And that's all it is. So is religion. It's yes. all the same thing. Yes. And what I find interesting is like we take courses and read books and learn things and it's all on other people's perception. And when you don't look at things from multiple people's perception, you can't really get the full aspect of the story because everybody will have a different perception of an event. See. The way my brain works is it really likes correlation. That's why I can stick two random things together and make it funny. Mm-hmm. Same thing works when I'm looking at different religions. I'm like, oh, wait, that flood story is only a little bit different than this mm-hmm. flood story. And this flood story is only a teeny tiny bit different than that flood story. So then I'm like, okay, well... What other stories do we have that start branching into these cultures and stuff like that? A lot of the Egyptian gods were tall. But how do we really know the actual what happened? Because it's just people sharing their perception. Yeah. And if they see a giant bird or a giant man with a bird face, so be it. If you see a giant walking in the woods, so be it. You see someone with wings on their back, so be it. But usually the people with wings on their back are tall too, but just saying. But that's where, like to me, where archaeology becomes so important because that's where we can go into the ground, we can find an object, we can date it scientifically. What bothers me about that is that the sites get closed off and that only specific people are allowed into these sites. And if you have a theory or an idea that is different than what the mainstream book says, you are not allowed there to access. So you can never prove your theory. You can never disprove it. 
Um, and they he sold really, all the shit, so there's nothing to research. Yeah, and so they have this archaeology is very set that it happened only this way. Like, it took when, uh, I can't remember his name, but it doesn't matter. When Troy was found, that man spent decades trying to convince archaeologists that it was Troy. He found the city. He dated it. He had all the information, but the mainstream archaeology would not accept that Troy actually existed. They counted it as only a fable. And it took him decades to prove it. He could even show them the buildings, everything, and they still didn't want to believe it. So we're kind of caught with this this very narrow mindset of it can only be one way. We Somebody said 150 years ago that it happened this way, and that is the only way we will accept because that's what all of our career is based off of. We can't change it. If we do it, what's our career worth? Yeah. Uh, that's a big one. But history is so much on perceptions. That's why you can read three accounts of the same battle, and they'll all be different. Yeah. The only thing that might say the same are the dates and maybe a few names and that, but they change so so easy. And and the other thing is we interpret history different depending on where we are at in our culture. Uh, History has shown that history is written by the winner. Yes, very much. History is written by the victors and the, the loser side doesn't often get shown or talked about and the victors will exaggerate. But it really could just be some drunken high guy going, hey, let's fuck with people and let's let's start these stories and see how far it goes. There's always going to be that through any uh, time you deal with conspiracy, especially since this one's like the centrifuge of all conspiracy kind of things dealing with just about anything. Like, I can't think of many that don't, that don't come from here. Yeah, they everything... It's like, it is like Atlantis is like this pivotal point. And being as so many things coalesce on that point, it really does seem like it's an important thing that we've forgotten, that we have lost. We don't know it. We don't have a book that tells us exactly. We don't have an eyewitness report of it. <laughs> we can't go back and say that. So we're left sitting here or wondering. Can we? That's exactly. Can we? Or is it? Is it hidden? Like there's that big talk of of what you said about the Sphinx. What's hidden underneath it? Um, why is no one allowed into that room? Or has somebody gone into that room, found something, and are like, we can't let this come out? Well, if say whatever's in there proves that. Back to my point on the other one, um, that everything is an ancient alien, and because they had so much better technology that we saw it as magic and different things like that. Um, they probably saw what that was in there and said, well, that would destroy every religion on planet mm-hmm. and cause absolute chaos and destruction and a moral system that would go out the window. Well, And that's what I think the big thing religion does offer is a moral system. Yes, that if, is its if, huge point. If nothing else... You at least have that basis. If some of the information is not correct or flawed in some way, 
that's fine because there's another religion right beside it that's only a little bit different and it might have that point right but that next religion beside it might have another point wrong which then goes to the next religion which has that point right and so on and so forth until you see that like they're all talking about the same thing just a different point of perspective in different point of view. Yeah, but they all, one of their, their big purposes, they all give us a moral code that we are supposed to, that, that to try and guide a civilization by. Uh, and that seems to be, that's evident throughout all religions going back even as far as Babylonia, Greece, Roman, uh, you go to the Norse gods, you you go to the Celtic gods, you then get Judaism, Christianity, all the others, Islam. There's always a code that should be followed. Well, let's. So, you've noticed in uh, the Old Testament how it was a vengeful God, very destructive, Mm -hmm. very, okay, this isn't working, we're going to destroy everything. And then in the New Testament, you have a more peaceful, loving, love thy brother, thy neighbor kind of guy, right? So, then if you take that one step back and you look at all the gods and the stories of the gods fighting amongst each other. Oh, they were. So, <laughs> yeah, the gods were then, brutal. <laughs> then you get two brothers, right? Oh. I just made a really cool, you know, Lego Batmobile or whatever. And you're jealous of it and you want to make a Lego Batmobile. So you're going to come and destroy mine so that you can make yours. So one alien, a.k.a. God, created an ancient race of aliens, Nephilims, angels, whatever. Then the other God said, no, my race is smaller, it's more efficient, it's smarter, it's whatever, whatever reasons I don't know of smarter because we're saying the technology of the uh, Atlanteans is greater. So in that case, well... I don't want you to rule this planet, so I'm going to destroy your race of people while my race of people continues onward because I've drowned yours. Well, there's the idea that there were multiple types of humans deposited on different areas of the world. Yeah. We've, we've got that the giant, there was a group of giants that were on Easter Island and a group of giants over here. And then you had a group of this people over in Africa and a group over... Then you had the Neanderthals. You had these people here. But there was more people our size than there were giants, right? You would agree. Yes. Because otherwise the giants would have overrun us but, in, in no time flat. But there's also... But where, where a lot of the theology talks about it is that the giants were generally separate from our size group. We didn't live together. And then there were also the race of the, I don't know if this is an inappropriate word to use, but the pygmies. Um, There are many reports of Of pygmy civilizations. Also living in Atlantis amongst the giants. Atlantis was the area where they talked about that everyone lived together. But when it, you, it was the mega hub. Yeah, but when you look at other uh, theologies and, and other stories, it was that the giants lived in this place and the human-sized people lived in this place and the pygmies lived in this place and we were often on separate islands. That's an interesting thing that actually even archaeology has found is that they have found um, 
uh, on different islands, they have found little microcosm groups of humanoids where they'd found like like a, a very small version of human. Um, and this is going back like 100,000 years or so, where the multiple types of humanoid, before we settled on what we now currently have as Homo sapiens sapien, um, there were the multiple different types that were all on all these separate little areas, often divided by water. They were often all on separate land, like land masses. So almost like so that they weren't supposed to touch. So on that one, you think about it, maybe there was a group of God, okay, I'm creating this type of person. I'm creating this type. I'm creating. And then the gods fought. All mythology, anytime you have brothers, they are going at each other. They do not get along. So what about this? You're a Star Wars buff, Mm -hmm. right? We've got the Senate. Yep. All these different races, people, creed, species, all of it, right? Yep. All on different islands all around Atlantis. From And I mean from different planets. Yes. I'm talking the greys, the reptilians. Yep. The, uh, the tall whites. Um, then there's like... There's like the blondes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's, there's like a middle there's, species. Yeah. Uh, and some people even put Sasquatch on that list as well as a, a, another being that was around. Yeah. Right? So then one of those groups oh, of people ones. gets mad at the other. Then the other one gets mad at the other one for helping the other one. The mm-hmm. other one gets mad at the other one for helping the other one. You know what? screw this peaceful loving center capital we're gonna nuke it so they take out the center island by destroying it whatever way and a lot of the races that were around it didn't realize what they were doing wiped most of them out so all most of the sasquatch is gone most of the pygmies gone most of the giants gone however you want to cut up the different races into whatever type of people that we don't normally see nowadays you know all gone or underground, or now migrating to Egypt so that they're no longer attached to this, or now going to teach the the Mayans how to build their temples and stuff like that, because a lot of these different cultures and places all over the world have pyramids. Yes, and they're they're so very similar because the, many of them all contain some sort of chamber inside of them. Um, often hidden ones and that, but that, like, I could see that. I could see this, this group that, you know what? We just, all right, fine, done, done. Screw this democratic, we're, we're done. And only some come out on top. And, you know, the, the interesting, I, I, on that one, it's, then we end up with just us here. And maybe little tiny bits left over from the others that are scattered that eventually died out. Or, or we went. wiped them out. Or we wiped them out. The The stories, Easter Island, the first people who arrived there reported that there was a race of giants there. But by the time the next boat came, um, the giants were gone. No. Yeah. Uh, and it was, and and the reports were very valid. These were not crazy captains. These were well-known captains that said, "We got there, and there were like these people were huge. They were huge." And then the next 
boat came and it was like, wait a minute, where'd they all go? They're all gone. The giants disappeared. So historian Colleen, Mm -hmm. tell me about the Nazis. (laughs) Atlantis was a big deal for the Nazis. Um, In the 1800s, there was a theory that really took off that, yes, Atlantis existed. And when it was destroyed, the people who escaped it uh, went to northern europe they were the aryans and the nazis really they started with a lot of the people were very a lot of the high ups like um uh i believe it was himmler uh leader of the ss um was very big into the occult they were all very big and i believe it was like the the thane society the thelm society something like that Uh, which believed that the Germans were descended. They were the Aryan race, which was descended from the Atlanteans. And they were destined to take over the world. Um, And that they were superior to everyone else. That was the race of aliens I was thinking of, the Aryans. The Aryans. And the... See, I know my stories all have a loop back around, so... the the Germans, the Nazis, they believed in this so much. Like they spent a fortune on archaeology and occult. Um, Germans. And where did they do that, Colleen? Well, the the <laughs> the Nazis. Oh boy, me me and my really forever memory here. Where did they do it? Where did they do that? You've um, got. To- they actually, they traveled all over the Middle East. They went to Egypt. They got artifacts. They went to what was Mesopotamia. They did Turkey. Um, Think colder. They went to Antarctica. Um, that one was contested for many years. That was said to be just a story and that there was no proof. But there is a lot of information out there that does say now, even government reports um, in 47, the U.S. government <laughs> sent a team to Antarctica to try and find the German bases because they knew that the Germans had gone to Antarctica. Did you hear what they found? Oh, that one is... Uh, there's so many stories on that. You they go. They found und German winter rover. <laughs> it's a moving platform, yeah. It's like... 18 wheels long and can carry your whole family. Is that what the, the Americans found there? Okay, I know they found... It was abandoned. Found- the tires yes. were off of it. It was... Uh, they don't know if it was out of gas or siphoned for gas. Right. But somehow it had broken down. And there is cave systems oh. up in there that they have found and they think the Nazis had built a bunker underneath there. Yes. And there's another conspiracy oh. theory that Hitler didn't kill himself and this is one of the places in which I hate yeah. myself. Oh, yeah. And there's also an area in Antarctica which is really weird. It's this... I. These triangles that appear all over the world are crazy. Bermuda Triangle, Great Lakes Triangle, the Antarctic Triangle. They're, um, <laughs> they're, they're, um, there's an area of Antarctica, a small area. It's above like this frozen lake. And if you fly over it, um, it's actually a no-fly zone. Because anytime you go over it, the magnetic field there is so messed up. It 
they lose their instrumentation. They'll crash. People have disappeared in this area so much. Um, it is really nuts. Like, like, and people have said that they saw things underneath the ice. Um, you know, there have been reports over the years that, yes, people have seen lights. They've seen structures or whatever in Antarctica. Um, I, I mean, there's even a few pictures that look like pyramids. Um, and I mean, you go on that, you could also go on pyramids of Mars, you know. Uh, but it was for years the government tried to disprove and, and, and they kept calling the idea of Nazis going to Antarctica a conspiracy. Government was very adamant about that. No, never could have happened, never could have happened. And it was only recently with the disclosure of information um, after it was declassified uh, because it reached the time limit that it was revealed, no, they knew. And, and they sent teams there uh, to find out. And they found stuff. They found trenches. They found some habitation, habitation area. And like you said, the, the vehicle. But it's what happened it after. It was neat. So you got to think like window, Winnebago, but instead of being tall, it was wide. Yeah. And, and like, so with the car, you got to set tires at the front and set tires at the back. They said three set of tires at the front and three set of tires at the back. Yes, okay. Like, this thing was meant to go through stuff. Yeah. You know, and easily. But lived in. But and, where and, did they go? That's the thing. Like, if the Nazis went to Antarctica, well, Colin. what happened to them after that? Because if they had <clears throat> died there, we'd be able to find the bodies. We'd find the remains. We'd find it all. We don't find that. I will tell you. <laughs> so, that brings us back to the Inner Earth people. Another corridor to the Inner Earth is in the Antarctic, which is why they wanted to go there to find the remains of the people who live in Atlantis. Ah. I've heard that. You're, you're seeing the knots I'm tying, I, I call, have, uh, Nancy, here? So... Uh, there is also footage of the U.S. Uh, military, whether or not it be Navy, Air Force, Army, Marine, I don't care who you talk to. They have seen alien spacecraft dive into water, which brings me to the point of not only did Atlantis not sink, but if it did, it's doing just fine. It's still there and it's still around. It's now an alien habitat run by whichever race you want to say I just named off, the Nephilim, the Angels, the Pygmies, the whatevers, the Inner Earthers, the Outer Earthers, the, the Uppers, grays. Downers, All Arounders, Inner yeah. Outs, or All Our Bouchers. <laughs> so. I don't know what I was reading, but, uh, no, I think it was, I, I got stuck down like a YouTube rabbit hole. And it was um, an account by a uh, an American um, pilot. He was in the military, and he was flying over Antarctica. And he uh, somehow, I think he crashed or something. But he he got he, he, he wandered got, into this cave. And he then got all pulled of, into the inner earth. Yes, yeah. all of a sudden it was like lush and green and warm, and he was like, uh, "What the heck?" Because yeah. I'm in, like... So that's the same civilization. <laughs> they got screwed over in Atlantis. They migrated to an inner Earth society. Yes. They have tunnels all over the world. 
and one of the entrances is where the Nazis yes. went to go look for them. And so the reason when, they don't find the Nazi bodies is because the Nazis found the door. And so what what the one account, I guess he wrote a book um, and he had stated that this was about, I don't know, what was when they nuked Japan? What war was that? Uh, World War II, that was 1945. Yeah. So that they were not, because I guess they had a discussion. He, he met their leader. And it was that he they were aware of what was happening in the world. And they were not happy with how we were destroying ourselves. Uh, there's also been sightings of UFOs over nuclear silos. There's also reports of UFOs shutting down entire silos and systems. Like countrywide, silos are one of the biggest hotspots for spy- spotting UFOs. That's that's one of the biggest hotspots. That in Caitlin's bedroom. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> UFO. <laughs> My room's a UFO. You've been abducted recently. Probably. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, here we can go on another fun one, and I've said this one probably before on a podcast. Negative blood. The hell is negative blood? So and does it get we you have, high? We have two oh, types of blood. We have we have positive oh, and yeah, negative yeah, blood. Okay, the no. rhesus factor, um, and then of course your A B or O or A B, like like A B O or A B, uh, and then there's the positive negative. Yeah. Now negative blood only only exists in the human Homo sapiens sapiens. You're a and Homo sapien. <laughs> Um, because there was a species, I guess there was a species, Homo sapiens, they use the term Homo sapiens sapiens to denote modern man and not, you know, stone tool cave dwelling, uh, 40,000 years ago, man. So Homo sapiens sapiens is meant to And there's also Homo sapiens erectus, that's when we learn to stand upright. Yeah. So there's different, think of it like, you know... RoboCop 2. All right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They so, just gave it a cool name like Sorrento. So they use sapien sapien to denote to denote to denote civilized man. Yeah, we're we're this one. Yeah. Um anyway, negative blood only came into existence 30,000 years ago. It appeared out of nowhere. Random weird mutation. And it makes no sense because it's actually dangerous for the species. It means procreation is harder. Um, you have, yeah, it is, (laughs) you, it becomes more dangerous, but where did, what they can't figure out, they have no idea. Where did negative blood come from? There is no clue. It appeared out of nowhere 30,000 years ago. And it's the only, only, it's the only, um, blood type that is universal. O negative. O negative. O negative is the only blood type that is universal. Be, and that's because those who are negative cannot get positive blood because it will kill them. So it has to be. So the negative blood is is not like to just even have that that pure negative rhesus factor. It doesn't exist in primates. Like the primates are all positive. It only exists in our species. It's nowhere else on Earth. Where did it come from? The interesting thing is when you look at cases of UFO abductions. Uh, the most common are that people who claim they've been abducted, it's very common that they uh, – red hair is common, green or hazel eyes are common because both of those are mutations. 
Um, the other one, negative <laughs> word. Negative blood is. I'm a freak. It's common for those light, like negative blood is immune. I also glow in the dark, just so you know. <laughs> Don't be frightened. It's a common so occurrence. She... Oh, there you no, go. No. <laughs> oh, you ginger freak. We joke and say that she's transparent. Uh, I don't. You tan? I don't. Lucky. You never did before. I did when I was little. No. But I do now. I burn and then it peels off and I'm as whiter than before, but I'm not as white as Matt. I'm whiter than Michael Jackson. <laughs> that one must have gotten the, the Italian gene because I don't have it. I don't tan dark. I just, I get like a light, like bronze, but other than that. Well, we know you're not albino then. I am. Allie doesn't burn or tan. No, she doesn't. But so it's, it, anyway, with the abductions, it's interesting that it's more common that people who have uh, characteristics of mutations are abducted, including the negative blood. Yeah. So where did the negative blood come from? So, you know, it's, it's it, you know, you go on these things of these stuff that we don't know. Which one off the list did you want to pick? Because, like I said, there's so many things that have tied into so many yeah. things. That Well, you talked about how we were talking about the tunnels underground. I remember that. So, interesting, you look at the um, the Native American legends. Um, many of the old traditions, many of the old cultures in that, the, the Navajo and uh, I know there's a number of other tribes talk about um they talk about uh visitors or gods i don't know which word they use i apologize they come from tunnels underneath the earth or they come from the skies yeah but they they, especially throughout the the desert and the old area of of what used to be like the anasazi area um there's big talk there that that there's um their ancient beliefs are that there's tunnels that lead underground um, and that's where, oddly enough, they're all f- often depicted as ant-like. Oh, like insect people? Mm-hmm. They're often oh. very much depicted like ant-like. Like Greg from Accounting. <laughs> Long story, boring ending, but it's D&D related, so if you play, you know. <laughs> so, these tunnel systems are really something that has started, oh, Darren Kuyu. Darren Kuyu is an ancient site. Do you need a tissue? (laughs) I know, huh? Bless you. And I might have said wrong. I believe it's in Turkey. Um, People might know it as the underground city. And it's this whole uh, menage of caverns and caves and tunnels. It's meant to hold, they figure it can hold about 20,000 people. And it dates back the earliest ones the official archaeology believes date back maybe about, uh, I think it's about 1000 BCE, but many others believe it dates back actually to the Younger Dryas period of, of like 12,000 years ago. And the it's been linked to Atlantis many times. Um, it is this beautiful under... They had rooms there to grow food. They had uh, areas for cattle, areas to ferment beer, you know, and it was a whole underground city. With tunnels that they still have not found. Yeah. Well, if they were to look underneath this thing's paw, uh-huh. you would. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's what are we not allowed to know? 
Like, that's a huge question. I think there's sadly more that we're not allowed to know than what we actually know. Uh-huh. Agreed. The other one on that one you can really get in. We've had so many pop culture references to Atlantis. And there's been tons of movies. It's in comic books. It's in stories. You name Betcha it. Betcha there's a porno. Oh, I'm sure there's a porno. I'm sure there's many pornos. <laughs> so then, like, what if Atlantis still exists and it's an underwater civilization going right now? Yeah. What? Mermaids. 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 Mer bitches. Hey, Disney did that. Dis- Disney did in their, um, uh, what was it? Milo. Who was it? Trip to Atlantis? What was it? It was just called Atlantis, wasn't it? It was Atlantis and... Sorry. Return to Atlantis or whatever. But then you, you also have the Marvel guys who. So is this is this a way like we're being all these ideas are out there, and Atlantis the Lost Empire, and then they did Atlantis Milo's Return. Okay. Um, you know I I wonder if sometimes I have to think when when so many things come out about something like Atlantis and that so is it a way that they're. Yeah, are they trying to tell us something or get us used to an idea? Like yes. you said, is uh, is Atlantis an underground city that still exists? And my first thoughts are that Disney movie, and then I think Stargate Atlantis, and totally accepting those because I've been watching them for years. And, and that's usually how you would integrate an idea into a civilization exactly. to get them ready for something that you're about to reveal to them so that they don't go, oh, what the hell? It's like, oh no, I've seen like My Little Mermaid and I've, I've seen like Journey to the Center of the Earth and, well, and, and I've seen this and I've seen that. Maybe it Oh, that's connected with this and that's that. Oh, I get it. That makes so much more sense now. Well, like My Little Mermaid, the the city was called Atlantica, wasn't it? Atlantica? It was My Little Pony and Little Mermaid. But, but yeah. And then mermaids, mermaids were apparently the daughters of Poseidon. Caitlin was telling me Exa- she used to be a mermaid. <laughs> yeah, Ariel says so. <laughs> Ariel told me that I was part of her world. Yeah. See, <laughs> they... Oh, she, oh, that's, she that's, thanks me for being part of the world, actually. Oh, wow. That's great. So we're at 45 minutes. What do you think? I Well, hey, we've gone down the rabbit hole. There's, it's one of those never-ending rabbit holes that goes around and around, but it all leads to one giant, huge city in the center, Atlantis. Do you, th- do you think we finger-banged the topic enough? Oh, I think we finger-banged it enough. I don't know. Anything? Yeah, I learned lots. Did you? I did. Yeah? You you didn't know the hole went so deep? No, I didn't. I didn't know everything was so connected. It's disgustingly connected. Yeah. Yeah. And that's literally why Colleen and I decided to start here, because it was the epicenter of everything weird, twisted, conspiracy, uh, Ark of the Covenant, Holy Grail, Angels, demons, sons of gods, the whole nine yards seems to all start on this one event. Yep, it all leads back to Atlantis. So from here, it can go in so many different directions. Yeah, everywhere except for my bedroom. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for joining us on this crazy, crazy bunny hole that is Atlantis. And we'll see you guys next week on the next one. 
Take her easy.